Well, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Kimish Reviews to another reality TV conversations. We have the pleasure of having Hannah, the queen, is in the building. I'm so excited for you guys to have another opportunity to hear us have another candid conversation with a reality TV queen such as she is. I enjoyed talking to her. She was everything. She was very transparent. She was so chill. I can see why her and Tiffany and all of them get along because, um, you know, she's just cool like that. You know, I love that about her. Um, didn't really, this is my first time actually getting to talk to her and I, just, I just really enjoyed talking to her. So I'm giving you guys a quick preview. Um, enjoy, not preview. <laughs> my God, you guys enjoy, um, this conversation make sure you guys, uh, download if you have not already. Um, you know, we guys are on now on Apple, we're on Spotify and now we're on, um, oh my God, I can't talk Amazon music. We're also on iHeartRadio. You guys need to check me out, download my podcast. All right, guys, I'm also on YouTube and Twitter and Twitch. All right, let's get started. Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. We're going to New Year. Banging. Oh, yeah, I'm going to New Year. And I'm going. There's no plus one. It's just me. Boom. Hey, Mama, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hi, Kamisha. How are you? I am fine. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Girl, I'm about to, after this, I'm going to work. <laughs> oh, really? At what time? Uh, I was, right after we get done, I'm going to um, get dressed and head to work. I got it, enough time where I can get up and get my breakfast. I, I got a little bit early. It's fine. You're worth it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for making uh, this time for me. You as well. Um, first of all, thank you for coming on my podcast. This is uh, Twitch Reviews, uh, Reality TV Conversations is what I call it. My like mm-hmm. series or whatever I've been doing, some Big Brother to the Challenge, whatever, because you guys are on reality TV, and I cover reality TV for a year, and I cover Big Brother. Everybody knows that. I cover a challenge, whatever. But I love having these conversations with you guys because I feel like that, you know, you guys go on TV, and they just see, that's all they see. And it's sort of surprising that I always feel like that. So they know mm-hmm. it's for reality TV um, uh, stars or whatever because of the fact that they look at y'all and went away. So I like to have this open forum where you guys can come and speak and everything. I get in trouble for it sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I get in trouble for sometimes. I got in trouble for it for the challenge. I have a space on Twitter where a lot of the um, cast from the show would come on there and you know spill tea or whatever. A lot of fans mm-hmm. did that because I just started something new where I said, hey, let them have a voice and come speak out about this episode that came on. We watch the episode on TV, but we don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And so they come on my space this season and spoke out and all this stuff. A lot of fans got mad about it, but I don't care. Really? <laughs> I mean, if anything, isn't that what they want? That, you know what it was? They was upset because they wanted their union to be juicy and they felt like they spilled a lot of tea on my space. Uh... I was like, wow, didn't know that was a thing, but okay. I learned I mean, since since when have fans really been pressed about spoilers? Girl, I don't know. It was weird. Oh. Speaking, look, <laughs> this season of Big Brother, you should be on my spaces with me and um she and everybody else. We did we started spaces this uh season for um for Big Brother. It's like 
Black Twitter just got a hold of my my channel, and I just was like, it went crazy over the summer. And I was like, Hannah should have mm-hmm. been on. She was dragging like we were. <laughs> Wait, what did she say? She should have been on there with us. On the oh. We were dragging, and you know, when Taylor was in the house, I said, she should have been on the spaces with us because she'd do the same thing we were doing. <laughs> right, right. Um, I am so technologically challenged. I still don't know what a Twitter space is or how to get on one. Oh, wow. Yeah. I I definitely need help. But <laughs> I got you. I'm trying. I got you. I was the same way. Trust me. When I first got on spaces, I was like, what is this? It took yeah. me a while to figure it out. So it wasn't just, you know, I didn't know. I was just on YouTube or whatever. And my friend was like, she was like, get on the spaces because you're I just based on celebrity, big brother, and it went crazy. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll do them. And I did the whole summer, and it was mostly, you know, we advocated for Taylor a whole lot. And um, we got dragged through the mud because we did. It was just, and we still do, but it's whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now for you, mm-hmm. you you know, you were on the, you were on the big brother and everything. And, and we all loved you being on big brother, being a person of color, and doing the thing that you did on there that was like amaz- amazing. And I know you still hear about it to this day. How does that make you feel that you still hear about it to this day? Like, you know, I'm not sure if y'all think they forget about it. People still like, yes, she was in there. She was doing her thing, period. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's a good question. Because I think any super fan of Big Brother, yes, they want to win. But more importantly, I think they want the the full Big Brother experience. And they want to be able to leave a legacy on the game. And not everyone gets to do that. Even if you win, you don't necessarily leave a legacy on the game of Big Brother. But with the cookout and my involvement in that, we sort of ushered in a new era and all of us sacrificed our game so that future Black players and future players of color would never feel like they had to. So for me to leave my mark on or for me to be able to leave my mark on the game at such a young age is something that I value so much it's not something that I necessarily anticipated for myself but we were really able to make history we were able to change the course and the trajectory of big brother uh oh this is literally becoming a thing in my podcast because they're on. She's probably getting like an alert or something, and it. Um, I think it throws off um, the link whenever someone's on the phone. I found it out through Michelle. I'm gonna start telling that pre. If you're on the app and you get out of it, or someone calls you, or you get text message, I think it throws off the whole entire um, thing. Thanks. She was getting into it good too. Mm-mm-mm. Um, let me see what is happening. Okay. Hey, Kamisha. I'm back. I'm still here waiting for you. I said, I don't know what happened. You get an alert or something? There's somebody, there's somebody, you get a message or something and throws it off sometime, I think. Oh, okay. Okay. Let me put my phone on do not disturb then. Can you hear me now? I can hear you clear as a bell. Okay, perfect. Um, do you just want me to answer that last question? Yes, one please. more time. Yes. Okay. Um, let me try to remember what I said. Okay, so as a super fan, I think even more so than wanting to win the game, 
we just want the full big brother experience and we want the opportunity to leave a mark on the game. And the cookout was absolutely able to accomplish that by a getting all six of us to the end fully intact for the first time ever and b solidifying a black winner um after 23 seasons of this show or solidifying the first black winner um i should say after 23 seasons of this mainstream reality television show um, all of us sacrificed our games so that future players of color especially future black players would never feel like they had to instead they could come into the house they could play in the way that they wanted to play um now we sort of saw that with taylor but taylor's journey was very unique and challenging and she was able to defy all odds and i'm not attributing that to the cookout i'm attributing that to how savvy and sociable she is but that was that was our idea that was the premise behind the cookout and we were absolutely able to leave a legacy on the game and that's all i ever wanted that's something that i didn't necessarily anticipate but i'm very proud of so yeah it, it's it's really nice to hear that people still talk about the cookout i mean listen the cookout was a major part of uh bb can storyline this year the challenge usa storyline bb24 yes. storyline like i just don't think we'll ever be forgotten so that's no cool <laughs> Ever, okay. <laughs> so speaking of Taylor, I know you were very vocal about Taylor, as many of us were very vocal about um, Taylor and her experience. I love how you put that, that her experience was very unique, and it was. Mm-hmm. Um, the way she was very unique. She got dragged by her, by her, by her game, even though she won, which I think is really weird and odd. Why do you think that her, the way she played the game, was looked at such a negative way? Everything she did from down to Monty to whatever she did, it was just negative and she overcame so much. Like, yeah. Well, I think part of it is because she is a woman and typically when we discuss the winners of this game, I mean, with the exception of June, okay. there's typically a lot of, um, and that was so long ago, but with the exception of June, there's typically, um, an abundance of controversy surrounding the women who have won this game. A lot of people like to discredit Maggie, uh, Lisa, um, who else? Nicole Franzel, Rachel Riley, Jordan, Casey, um, and now Taylor. So that's something that I don't think is new. Um, but especially with her being a Black woman, that adds another layer, right. um, another element to the story. A, a dark-skinned Black woman at that. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to most likely be subjected to more vitriol than others because that's just how society operates and Big Brother is a reflection of that. Um, but I think in the way that she played, she had to completely rely on her um, her social game. She didn't play a very, and she will tell you this, it's not like she won a ton of challenges and it's not like she played uh, a game that was heavily reliant on strategy. So I guess depending on what you look for in a BB player, if you value strategy more, if you value comps more, then you may not feel like she's as deserving of the win. But the beautiful thing about Big Brother, and I think why it's lasted as long as it has, is because there are multiple routes to get to the end. 
and not a single or not um no two winners have had the exact same journey and all of those should be respected because the jury still crowned them to be the winner so they they must have been doing something right in the jury's eyes you know yep um so i think that's the biggest thing and also the the special thing about her is she really did have to play a game of survival and self-preservation other people other winners at least um have found themselves in a relatively okay position walking into the house therefore they have the social currency and the capital to i guess use their agency to make moves and advance themselves further whereas taylor did not have that social currency or capital for Mm -hmm. the first however many weeks therefore she didn't have much agency she was just kind of hanging on by a thread so that is the thing that's particular to her because somehow she was able to hang on to that thread all the way to finale night and then deliver one of the best big brother speeches or reality tv speeches that i think we've ever seen now if you notice well i'm gonna ask you this the last two seasons your your season and then obviously this season it seems like um the show lasted like longer than the actual like after the after show like from y'all Padrick's and now from Taylor and all these interviews that are happening, um, crazy or whatever, negative and all this kind of stuff. Um, not to want to get really into it because I don't really like them. But anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't like how they are. It's a struggle for me because I interviewed Taylor. I was one of the first, uh, the first two weeks or whatever I interviewed. And it was, uh, it was, I, I was, I felt it was everything. And I, you know, mm-hmm. respected her and loved the fact that she gave me the opportunity. So I will always, you know, look out for her hundred percent. And the way, it's, it's, she's being really classy now, to be honest. And it just seems like it's a lot of negative interview, a lot of things talking about her. Like, why are they still talking about... Not saying the show, because, I mean, you know, I know the show's over and it goes on. It's after the show. We all know that. Why do you think these last two um, people are still talking about it? Um, negative and positive, I'll say that. Because yours did the same thing in your season, and now they're doing it to her season. Mostly about her, honestly, which is bad. Yeah. Um. By the two people, do you mean the two people from her cast? Uh, or... I really want. I didn't even really want to say their names, but yeah, just the people from her cast are even speaking about her. I think recently, so I'm I'm just trying to figure out, like, you know, I'm not sure what month is it. But it's like, you know, we're gonna be going to the next summer of Big Brother the way it's going because we're still talking about it, and we're still talking about the cookout. I mean, it's another year we're still talking about the cookout as well. So what yeah. do you think, like was prevalent with these two seasons where we're still talking about not staying with the top of the other seasons we did, but it's just a little more deeper. It is with the cookout season this season that we're still discussing it. We're still doing lives about it. We're still doing interviews and all yeah. this. It wasn't like that before. It wasn't. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I think on one hand, the the rise in the popularity of social media and BB Twitter um, probably helps keep the season alive even months after the fact. Like you said, I'm still doing interviews about Big Brother and I haven't been on TV for a year and three months or something like that. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that's part of it. But I also think that um, any time someone is vocal or advocates for social justice issues or um, specifically racial issues, that tends to make people uncomfortable. And when you're uncomfortable, then you become fearful and that fear can turn into hatred. So mm-hmm. I think for Taylor to be so outspoken, for the cookout to be so outspoken, that probably does rile up some feathers. And that's what breeds um 
you know, the beration from other people or the confusion from other people. And then it certainly doesn't help that some of her cast mates are just awful, particularly two of them. And yeah. uh, they can't seem to have the wherewithal or the humility to just apologize and own up to what they did and said over the summer. Instead, they they probably just want their 15 minutes of fame. They probably want to mooch off of Taylor in whatever way, shape, or form that they can. And then in terms of the cookout, like I said, even though the cookout has not been an official alliance since September 29th of uh, 2021, we still have been a major part of the storyline in BB Can 10, um, which, let's see, aired from like March to May, and The Challenge USA, which aired from July to September, and then Big Brother that concurrently aired from July to September. So that's probably why people are still talking about it, because it's still like, it's still a pretty important part of these shows and how we look at them and digest them and how we understand them. Do you think the way the reaction that we got, well, the way Kyle reacted, which is really horrible, do you think it's going to be a thing? And the reason why I say that is because it, it surprised me when it was said. Like, mm-hmm. I was, it threw me off. I was like, wait, what? So I remember I remember watching it to this day, how I felt about it. I was just like, I don't understand, like, why? You know, I didn't get it. So I remember I thought about it later on. I was like, is this going to be a thing where every season they're going to talk about the cookout saying, well, I don't want this to happen. Like, why is that a bad thing? That's the part that confuses me. Like, right. Bad thing. I, I still don't understand. Y'all did a positive thing. You weren't trying to get all y'all to win. You was a one winner. I still don't understand why it's looked at as a negative thing. Like, oh my God, if somebody person of colors in the house, it's going to be the cookout. So is that going to be a thing you think? Um, We were prepared for that possibility. Um, We definitely felt like people may be fearful um, walking into the house the next season. Now we didn't think they would be fearful. Mm, We, okay. In, in life, Anytime people see a group of Black people, I think they instinctively um, may be threatened or frightened. Mm. So we were like, "Mm." even before the cookout, I think other house guests would just assume that the Black ones were working together. However, there were never enough of them to be able to do anything substantial or really shake up the game. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't that daunting or threatening before, but with the cookout, we had the numbers to, to guarantee a black winner for the first time in history by working together. So we were like, okay, this is probably going to elevate people's paranoia about the black house guests, about the house guests of color. But we just hoped that in explaining our mission, people understood why we felt like we had to do what we did. It was a direct response to the ostracism, the racism, the bullying, and the traumatic experience that the Black house guests before us had been subjected to for 22 seasons. Mm. It, it, was, it was a reactionary mission. It's not something that we woke up with magically on July 7th and said, mm, we're bored today. Let's let's form this alliance. No, not at all. It was it was also for the community, too, because we wanted to be able to show that people who look like us are absolutely capable of winning and thriving and succeeding because typically we're not shown in positions of power or positions where we have the agency to make, you know, heavy decisions or uh 
make it to the end of these reality TV shows or these competitive game shows. So that's really what we wanted to accomplish. And we just hoped that people would realize our mission was one of unity. And it wasn't a matter of just kicking out the White House guests or kicking out the the other House guests. That's not what we wanted to do. And I don't feel like that's what we did. And I think there's a reason why with the cookout being the dominant alliance of last season, you can't really recount a time where any of the house guests outside of the cookout were ever shamed or bullied by us or chased out of the house or had a horrible experience because we still wanted to make it as pleasant as possible for everyone else. Whereas in season 22, that was not the case when the roles were reversed. Season 21, season 20, 19. And so we were like, we just hope that America is smart enough to empathize with us instead of jumping to their own conclusions. But I guess we were sadly mistaken because again, we, we saw paranoia about a cookout 2.0 forming in BB can and the challenge you would say in BB 25. So hopefully by next season, people are like, well, they did what they did to, to solidify the first black winner of the show. Well, now that two black winners of the show have been crowned, there's no need for a cookout 2.0. Right. Okay. I, I hope they get it, but they might not. I don't know. I just really hope that it doesn't change people of color from, you know, trying to get on the show. It was yeah. I about it honestly because after the cookout, a lot of black podcasters I know for a fact started reviewing the show, and not only that, uh, people of color who were fans wanted to get on the show because of you guys. So I hope that doesn't change after Taylor and the reaction to 2.0 from a different season for Canada to to challenge everything. I hope that does not deter because I even I apply all the time. But I'm, I'm a blogger; they all know me. I, I doubt I will ever get on there, but. Uh-huh. Uh, I always apply every year just because I said they get a blog on there. It's going to be the, the most epic season ever. But, uh-huh. I, you know, I just don't want to deter other uh, people of color who want to get on the show. There's one thing I don't want to happen because I feel like you guys opened that door. Where it's like, look, y'all, come on. You know, yeah. come on. <laughs> exactly. Like, if we could do it, then you guys can do it, too. It, we wanted to empower people who look like us um, and more widely speaking, people of color in general. Um, and I know, like, the cookout was a major part of the reason why um, Joseph applied. The cookout was a huge part of the reason why Taylor applied. So that's just an honor in and of itself. And I hope that can continue to be carried and people look at contestants like Taylor and Joseph and think the same thing about them as Taylor and Joseph, you know, thought about us last year. And I thought about Davon and Bailey the year before. Mm. because uh, 22 was a season that really for a lot of people I really was going to stop doing um, Big Brother because of that season because mm-hmm. I'm about this season I was, I've was i been doing Big Brother covering it for like over 10 years and I was going to stop because of that season I was so angry and a lot of people were yeah that were of color different, it doesn't just mean black just of color stop watching mm-hmm. because of the antics and everything that was done in that season so was that a really a big thing for you that kind of made you like we got to do something when we you know once y'all made the decision, was that a reason why? Because the way that season went previously, it was awful. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I'm not going to speak for the other five members of the cookout. But for me, when I saw Davon and Bailey be able to work together and establish such a strong sisterhood in that house in the face of horrible castmates, 
um, with the exception of a few like Enzo and Janelle and Kaser. But the committee alliance, I, I was not the biggest fan of them at all, especially Christmas. But um, I almost felt like I, I believe I've been called to finish what they started. Like, I, I think it's my duty to take this, to react it. to this and do something about it. Um, and like I said, I'm not going to speak for the other five, but I think they had very similar experiences watching Devon and Bailey as well. So I at least will give a good like 75% of the cookouts creation or I will give 75% of the credit behind the cookouts creation to Devon and Bailey. I want to talk about your podcast because your podcast is the bomb. Like I remember we talked Thank about you. it. I was like, her, her, like her podcast is everything. I said, I've got to be a guest on that one of these days so I can just cut up with them. Um, yeah. What kind of what made you get into that? Because I love it when um, people from the um, the reality TVs find these outlets and they're doing because people get mad about it. But I love it when you guys do this, get your podcast and everything. I love to hear your voice, your different opinions because it's everything because you was a part of it, and mm. your podcast blew up a lot this season. So how did that come to come to be? Sure. So it is um, Jason and Rachel's podcast called The Secret Alliance. And um, let's see, I did an interview with them uh, back in February when Celebrity Big Brother was airing because they wanted to get my thoughts on that since I'm close to one of the contestants who did CBB. Um, And then fast forward to the beginning of this summer when Taylor just had a horrific first like week. Yeah. Um, Rachel and Jason, since we've stayed in contact, were like, Hannah, do you want to come on and help us dissect this? Because we don't feel like we necessarily have the artillery um, and the arsenal to talk about these issues. Um, and I was like, sure, because I would be able to, I, I would love to be able to voice my thoughts um, as someone who has been in the house before as a black woman as someone who is a member of the cookout um and people responded very very well to that and the chemistry that the three of us have because i think the three of us balance each other out so well and we're all different ages and from different eras of the show and you know jason made final three and he's he was half of the first secret alliance and Rachel's a winner and a two-time player. And I was a member of this historic iconic alliance. So all of us are kind of, you know, memorable in our own ways. And we felt like it was, you know, an eclectic bunch of podcasters, but we just complimented each other so well. And I think, like I said, the audience responded well to that. So we just kept, you know, covering the show and CBS uh, granted us press access to do exit interviews. And I think that's where the Alliance really just took off or sorry, that's where the podcast really took off. Like, especially with Nicole's exit interview going into Daniel's um, people just ate it up. They did. And speaking of exit interviews, I'm going to bring this to your attention. It's uh, funny you say that. So one of the biggest things about Big Brother and one of the biggest things that Taylor and I spoke about and a lot of people did is that exit interviews. For instance, I'll give you an example. When the cookout um, wrapped up and everything, and I've, I've interviewed Tiffany and Derek um, and Kylan since then, um, we talked about this. 
I was extremely upset as a blogger. Everybody knows this is not even a, not a, like a hidden thing or anything. I'm very vocal that I felt like the CBS was not granting people of color um, exit interview opportunities. And this is not like nothing is a lie. This is all a true statement. And I went to Derek and Tiffany about it because I was really upset. So they came to my channel. We spoke about it. And it opened a lot of... Um, I felt like that when we did that, it opened a lot of doors. Because when Taylor um, came out the house, she was like, I'm interviewing with people of color. Mm-hmm. Said that. But what I'm saying is normally, on a normal basis, um, when their big brother is over, we do not get those opportunities, which is really horrible. And I don't think you guys know about it because, you know, like for me, I've been in the blogging business forever. And so I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm very vocal about it because I don't think you guys knew that. That in yeah. honesty, it's a it's as a black people are coming out of this house. Why are we not getting the opportunities to interview first? Or not now I don't want to say first to get the opportunity to interview. I'll say that. And we weren't yeah. getting that chance until this season. I'm just being straight up and transparent with you. What yeah. do you think about that? Yeah, um, I mean, that's something that I didn't necessarily know because I wasn't on social media before. I came out of the Big Brother house. Um, So what people did before me in terms of uh, their postseason journey and experience, I had absolutely no clue. Sorry, I had absolutely no clue about. Um, But that doesn't surprise me because I think in life, people of color have to work twice or three times as hard to be... um, given or to earn the same opportunities as their white counterparts. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, with Taylor coming on your podcast with, um, even more, because we, we really did the dang thing, but, um, Oh man. Keeping the season alive, keeping our legacy alive through these postseason interviews, that'll continue to open doors for future house guests of color and future black house guests to be welcomed with, you know, an enormous, uh, I guess, like collection of options for press yes. Um, yes. after the show. But CBS needs to also, and this is no shade to CBS, needs to also reach out to us as well. You have to yeah. understand. Some of us have been covering it for over 10 years, and CBS never never looks our way. I mean, I don't even know if they know. I mean, we, I, even though I'm very vocal, I'm a small, you know, podcaster. I mean, I'm not small. My numbers are not as big as I'm, – I'm, I'm big, but my numbers are smaller than a lot of people. So I don't know if they even see us, which is the world, how the world is, unfortunately. So yeah. I try to make myself loud and be known. Yeah. Um, you know, it is what it is. I, I keep pushing. I have a lot of people in my corner. Um, you are my you are my corner now, Miss Hannah. So I have you, I have Tiffany, I have most of the cookout that supported me. Um, as a podcaster and many other black podcasters. So I love the support. I just want to see it where other podcasters come behind me who will want to recover big brother will understand they have the opportunities as well. That's my biggest thing. So I want to pass that on to other people. I don't know what happened. Look, this this is podcast so special. It's gonna be two two put two of them. Okay, period. Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna <put> this out. <laughs> you said what? What I was saying was other podcasts coming behind me. Um, I want them to be able to have the opportunities that I have had. I, I do yeah. think for other people, uh, people because all people of color, honestly, who hit me up my DM and tell me that they um actually told me that they admired the interview that they saw the interview and that they followed my journey and was proud that i was able to get that i've, I've got a lot of dms about that for the whole summer so i want other uh, of color to understand 
that they're able to get these opportunities as well. And I want CBS to see them too. That's my biggest, I'm a big advocate of uh, black podcasters being seen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's really important to me. And I, I know you guys don't know about it because Tiffany know about it, neither did Derek. And I was like, I know they didn't. They don't tell you guys this stuff. When they yeah. go to the press, they choose the, the um, interviews you guys get and they don't choose us. They choose yeah. Karen and different other people, but they don't choose us. I'm just being honest. Yeah. yeah. Not- I've realized this now. It's not y'all's fault. So, yeah, speak out about it. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully, like your interview with Taylor, your interview with Tiffany and Big D, and now myself can just help grow your channel and really um, increase your exposure. Because of course, I'm gonna retweet, and Taylor probably retweeted and commented, which subjects all of her fans to your channel, and now they can check you out. So hopefully it's like a chain reaction um if you will and then by you by your podcast getting bigger and blowing up then you can in turn open the door for other black podcasters and i'd like to give a shout out to isaiah um because isaiah i just did his podcast last night so he's another person who i see that's very active in the bb community and very active on bb twitter and um he just started out his show i believe last year or like a year and a half ago and that's been doing well from what I understand and he just had Taylor on as well um and he had Aza on a couple months ago so shout out to him um there's you of course there is um yeah I know Isaiah (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I'm trying to think I've definitely done other people's podcasts but it's early in the morning (laughs) no no I get it no no Isaiah um we we were we were like we were on the fence, the two of us, and a few others. When Taylor was going on, we were we were going back and forth with Twitter, so we we know each other very well. Um, I love Isaiah, so I, I will say that for you, um, it was an honor for you to be okay. It's gonna be all it's gonna be all put together in one podcast, but I want to say, okay. what, um, your TikTok is everything. Now I I, oh. I messaged you and I said. I have to do one TikTok with you, even if I embarrass myself. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Are you thinking like a dance TikTok? Yes, I, I don't know how. Not not because your your dance TikTok be like like little girl, not little girl. I'm not gonna sit there and, and make myself look crazy. I said, <laughs> but I you know, I I said I used to be able to dance so well, but but I see I saw your other TikTok the other day. I was like, oh my god, I just want to do one with her. And even if I act as a fool with it, I still want her just to say, hey, this podcast tried to do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, please, please recreate it and tag me in it. So oh, I, I will. I'm working on it now. I'm working on it now. It's taking me this long. So and listen, on. you can't be worse than Pyman. So <laughs> <laughs> I see, cause I don't know. <laughs> He's so bad at dancing. Oh my lord, I've never seen anything like it. Miles <laughs> is like, look, I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he needs to try harder. I don't know. I don't know what to tell him. Jesus. Okay. So, thank you again, Queen, for coming on my podcast. I will do. I'm telling you, I'm working on my, my sister helping with my TikTok because she's going to be home with me t- uh, tomorrow for Christmas Eve and we're going to finish it. And then I'm going to tag oh. you in it once I do it. <laughs> Lord Jesus. Yes, do. I can't, I can't wait to see it. Like I said, you can't be bad than um, maybe like two thirds of the BB23 cast. So, I have faith in you. <laughs> Like, did you see that uh, one TikTok that um, Aza just posted from her birthday when all of us were doing uh, that, like, Drake dance or something? It was yeah. on on the boat. 
Yes, I did. I did. Everyone was so bad except like Brittany and Chanel. So <laughs> you can't be worse than them. And Wendell was cool too. So I'm going to give you a request if it's possible. Now, I'm going to do spaces for next uh, summer um, for Big Brother. I would love mm-hmm. to come on um, to give your expertise or just your dragon if necessary. Can we do that as oh. well? <laughs> well, thank you so much for the invitation. Listen, Kamisha, I'm not going to lie. I'm hoping for a BB second chance this season. I think we may get that. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't heard anything, but fingers crossed because if we do, then I would love nothing more in the world to be back in that house, even if I have to delay med school by another year and defer my acceptance. I would love nothing more than to just be back in that space, playing my favorite game and playing the game for myself this time around. Keep championing my own self-interest versus the interests of this mission that transcended the game. Because I had to sacrifice so much last summer as a lot of people of color and black people typically do. Like that's very indicative of our experience in general. But I just want to come back and like I said, be able to uphold my own self-interest I want to be selfish and I want to play in the game that I I wanted to I want to play the game in the way that I originally intended to and I feel like last summer you saw me grow so much in that house like I had just turned 21 a couple weeks before walking in and by the end of the summer I don't want to say I became a woman but I I was able to learn a lot about myself and other people and how to navigate my personal relationships with others so you just saw me tap into my potential and now that you know i would be 23 next summer you'll be oh hannah look i'm gonna tell you mama if you're going (sighs) for a second chance just wait when you get out the house and listen to my twitter spaces you're gonna probably hear me screaming a whole lot mama if you get it because you you won't be able to hear anything until you get the house what i'm saying so when you get into the if you get in this house oh my god Oh my God, Hannah! I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna be me, Isaiah, a few other people. Sheena gonna be screaming through the through the the phone and the and my microphone and on my live. Like, <laughs> don't nobody say anything by hand. I'm dragging you. Period. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, you guys are so sweet. Um, well, I, I don't want you guys to get lashings for you know for oh, sticking beside for, me. Bro. I, get I don't want that for you guys. For, I got lashings for defending Big Brother um, from when I did when I defended Bailey back in the day. It, it's been, when I went off on Christmas, it's okay. I'm used to nah. it. I do not care. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, it's nice to know that people are in my corner, but I would just love to be able to you fully realize and actualize my potential because you guys just saw a sliver of that last summer. So I, I think I'm capable of so much more. And You are. And I think that you actually, I mean, if, you know, that's what I have to see Kyler was in challenge. I think you guys deserve to have the opportunity. Tiffany as well. I would oh, love yeah. the house and just play her game. Um, You and her, if it was just you and her in the house, I would be, but even Derek, I think all you guys have need the opportunity to go into the house and play your own individual game because as a team, you guys brought different things to the team. I would love to see it solo. What can you yeah. do in the house? I think it'd be amazing. Thank you. I, I think it would definitely keep the fans on their toes because they've never seen us play for ourselves. So it's almost like 
is Hannah going to be super loyal? Is she going to be cutthroat? We we saw all these sides to her two summers ago, but how is she going to play this time around? I don't even know how I'd play this time around. So, Well, after the way you talked about everything on this past podcast, I do believe there'll be some cutthroat involved. I think yeah. if they try to play with you, it'd be like, no, ma'am, don't do not do that here. You don't know what you're doing. I really do believe there'll be a whole lot of, oh, my gosh, you just said that. I really want you in the house, Hannah. And I just really... Oh, <laughs> no, I I so want to be back in that house as well. And if anything at all, um, even remotely similar to what Taylor went through happens on BB25, if I am in that house, if Tiffany happens in that house, or if Tiffany's in that house, then we will shut it down so quickly, even if it costs us the game. I do believe um, that. Yeah, no, that's... Definitely not something that I would have stood for. I feel like Joseph and I would have been similar in that regard. I think so, too. I, I really, that's actually pretty accurate what people are saying, that if you was there, you and Joseph were literally teaming up, like, what are you doing? Like, the whole, yeah. like the whole scene, you know, Tiffany already said that if she was in there with Daniel screaming, she said, there's no way. <laughs> there's no yeah. Way. No, for, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I, I feel like I know myself well enough to know that I never really succumbed to the mean girl herd mentality. So if I saw that in the house, then I would try to put a stop to it. Or at the very least, I would be, I would make sure that Taylor knew she could rely on me and use me as a, a soundboard and a resource and just a friend and a sister. Cause I'm, I'm really big on sisterhood as well. You saw that even with Aza. Yeah. Aza wasn't necessarily big on sisterhood with me, but the whole summer, I, I would just sing her praises and sing Tiffany's praises. So I think I would have done the same with Taylor. And it would have really been me, Joseph, and perhaps even like Michael yeah. as the Taylor defenders. Yeah. I want to ask you a question. Could you brought up Michael real quick before we get off of here? I want to ask you really quick um, about the Michael situation. Now, I know that he's gotten a lot of heat because of the fact he held on to the information about Kyle. And it's mm -hmm. a about that. I know that, I mean, people still talk about it. How did you feel, and I know I heard your podcast, I'm just saying because it's on my podcast, but how did you feel mm -hmm. about that, that you held on to it for such a long time? Yeah, I, I didn't agree with it um, because to me it seemed like, oh, okay, let's hold on to this information until it's optimal or even if they weren't thinking that, they didn't feel like it was important enough to share with their friends of color in the house right off the bat. They felt like, ah, we can afford to keep this from them, even though there could potentially be um, an all-white alliance um, that's forming right now. And Taylor has no idea. Terrence has no idea. Monty has no idea. Why would they? Um, so, yeah, I didn't agree with that. But I have been able to talk to Michael in detail about it. And Michael completely owns that that was wrong and he feels bad about it and he regrets the timing of everything and that's something that I can respect instead okay. of him being like oh you guys are misunderstanding here's the real timeline blah 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 blah. instead of trying to defend his uh actions and choices in that game I think Michael's pretty uh receptive and open to criticism so that's something that I appreciate and at that point if someone's like hey I was in the wrong and I sincerely apologize and I understand why that angered a lot of people well I mean what can I say in response to that no, that's it, it is what it is. Yeah. Perfect. I understand that too. If someone if someone does something wrong and they come to me and say, Hey, yeah, I, I really messed up bad, or is it like, hey, I don't get it? That's two different ways to respond. So I do understand that hundred percent. But yeah. 
Oh, mama, you're awesome to have on the podcast. You have got to come on my spaces if you are not on TV. You got <laughs> the summer because I, I, I'm, I'm putting it out there, manifested it that Hannah will be on something for Big Brother next summer that we don't know about. I'm manifested it, but if not, she's gonna be on my spaces. <laughs> okay, fingers crossed. Thank you so much for the manifestation. Um, and if I can figure out how to work Twitter spaces by next summer, then of course I'll hop on. Um, I helped Tiffany do it. I will help you get it. it trust me. It took me, uh, she didn't help me with it. It took me a couple of days, but I got it. I will. Um, I got you. I got you. Okay. Well, thank you, Kamisha. This was lovely. Thank you for asking me to come on. I'm sorry it took so long for me to respond to your DM. I'm it's so okay. horrible at looking at messages. It is okay. I have some interviews I've gotten. They don't even understand that it took like months because of that reason. So I don't. Yeah. Business. I don't take it in a bad way. I don't. I don't. Okay. I was happy while you respond. I was like, oh, awesome. Let's go. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, thank you again for making the time for me. Best of luck at work and happy holidays. Yes. Merry Christmas, Mama. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Happy New Year, Kamisha. You too. Take care. Bye. Stay safe.